Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one network for professionals. Cam Rogers coming at you alongside Bridget Whalen back with us. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram, by the way, at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget on both of those social media platforms at Bridget K. Wayland, a lot going on in the game of golf. The U.S. Women's Open just completed. Golf's longest day commencing this week as well with U.S. Open qualifying getting going here. And a lot of players on the PGA Tour are now withdrawing from this week's PGA Tour event because, of course, they qualified for the U.S. Open next week. A lot is happening, and we are here to unpack it all with you Excited to have you along for the ride. Hope you're having a fantastic June so far. And you know what? We'll give a shout out to a fantastic company, Bet Online. Our sponsors here on the show. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action. And Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We thank them for being a sponsor on the program today. And, well, it was an interesting weekend of golf, not necessarily for what happened on the course, but perhaps off to the side. I'm sure you all know by now, John Rahm tested positive for COVID. Despite playing fantastically all week, he was in the lead. He was the leader in the clubhouse at the end of Saturday. And lo and behold, the news comes down on Rob. And if you did not watch the broadcast, I encourage you to check out video clips out there on social media. Rom is told he is tested positive right on the side of the 18th hole. Jim Nance and the CBS crew had no idea what was going on until a few moments later. It was very awkward for Rom and the TV crew. Perhaps things could have been handled a little bit better. I don't know. It was a unique situation. Bridget, you know, it's funny. I'm sort of in this post-pandemic mode right now. The mask mandates are lifted everywhere. Nobody's wearing those things anymore, and yet we still get this sort of news. And also, it's ironic that perhaps the most consequential COVID news on the PGA Tour comes in June of 2021. I guess the question is, how did this happen? Rom has uh, no vaccine stance, I guess. But you know what? Why complain about him not getting the vaccine? It's his personal choice. And even if he did have the vaccine, you can still test positive for the coronavirus. Oh, I mean, it's very possible. For instance, somebody's vaccinated, they test positive, and they're forced to withdraw, right? I mean, so it's one of those situations Unfortunate for Rom. Patrick Cantlay goes on to win 
the Memorial Tournament, his second W of the year, of course, winning the Zozo Championship way back in October. Bridget, I know you've been traveling, you have been busy, but just based off of that synopsis of last weekend, pretty amazing stuff and really unfortunate for John Rahm because now his status for the U.S. Open is sort of up in the air. And welcome back. Thanks. Um, yeah, shocking, surprising, not sure it was handled. Um, not sure it was handled the best way. I'm going to be uh, honest about that. I think that had he presented symptoms and had been fe feeling ill, um, then you don't want to jeopardize his health. You obviously don't want him to to carry on uh, playing golf, but why not send him out by himself and then just keep score? You know, it, it was a little confusing for me. And then I understand, okay, you're putting the caddy at risk. I like thought about it a lot. I was like, man, such a large lead. It just seemed a little like, uh, it, it didn't seem, it didn't seem like they thought it through. And I know that everyone's just so like, we have to make a decision now, like let's act fast. Um, and so I understand that. I, and I understand that, like, coming from that uh, point of view, for sure. Um, but I also think that the, his lead being so large should have prompted that conversation. And again, I'm being super controversial. I understand, like, I'm not taking the pandemic or the virus lightly at all. Um, I'm just saying, you know, not for anything. He was unmasked when he was told. Mm -hmm. um he was he was talking as they were walking him off um the green he was talking without a mask on so if you're gonna get like granular and you really want to take like health protocols and like you really want to be like super um yeah like I honestly don't even know the word at this point because we're so far out from the from the pandemic it's like it's almost over at this point in most people's minds so it's so hard for something like this to have happened like so late in this uh like journey that we've all been on with the global pandemic but it just seemed like it was handled oddly in the sense of like once he knew that he had come in close contact with someone why wasn't he masked at all times um just as like a safety protocol, precedent, whatever, um, that was confusing for me. Why was he just able to go out there, even though he was testing negative, when we know good and well this far into the pandemic that you could test negative for quite a bit of time and still be contagious? Like, we learned that so far back, and, and that's why it spread. Um, and that's why it's so highly contagious, is because you could be, um, you know, you could be expelling the coronavirus and not even be aware of it. Um, and that also has to do with the, the lack of, excuse me, <laughs> the lack of symptoms. So it just was all a little strange. It seemed a little disjointed. It was like we were playing Jenga and we were, oh my God, I'm like <coughs> dying over here. We like had missing pieces. So I was just a little surprised at how it was handled as like an overall, it, it just seemed super disjointed. But again, like what a weird situation. You can't really, I can't judge the decision that was made. Unfortunate for John. I hope that he doesn't suffer any symptoms. I hope that, you know, he, everything is fine. If, if there are symptoms that they're very minimal, um, I, I wish him well. And I do hope that he tees it up at, at Tory. Cause I, I do believe he was a lot of people's favorite. 
Um, he is having the betting favorite right there. now. <laughs> right. He had, he's had success there. He's so hot right now. I mean, he had a six-shot lead. so He might be the best player in the world right now outside of speed, honestly. Right, and that win that win probably would have gotten him, you know, who knows? I, yeah. Like, I don't know. Was he? Is he third in the world currently? I, I don't is, know right? the exact number, but he's okay, well, let's see. around so yesterday that. Yesterday was Monday. Yesterday was Monday. While you look so that up, I will say he has okay. to remain in isolation per the PGA Tour through Tuesday, June 15th. Sure, so, sure. But we're talking about the 17th here. Buddy. Of course, so of course. Good. So, but that's cutting it tight Perfect. just a bit. Kind of tight, but remember, you know, when uh, the impending birth of his child was looming, he also mm -hmm. cut it tight after the birth um, of of his uh, of his son. That's so right. he is uh, third in the world right now. Okay. I mean, I was gonna say Keppa, but I'm like, do people, you know, I don't know if people, I I get so into like babies and baby names, and like I don't know if people know who Keppa is. But anyway, his child, his child's name is Keppa. Um, but yes, he is currently third in the world. So I don't know. Would that have rocketed him past Justin Thomas? I'm not exactly sure. I would have to go into, I'd have to figure it out. But I'm going to go with maybe. Um, Look, Justin Thomas is somebody who's not playing really good golf right now. Going back awesome. to the Players' Championship, that win there, his best finish was a T13 at the Valspar. So yeah, he's playing line. awesome. He's a huge storyline. Um, he is someone for sh sure to watch out for. I honestly, I'm going to say, okay, so total, wow, I'm sorry. I'm really, now I'm, I'm curious. Um, okay, so points less earned. I'm going to say he would have, he would have overtaken him. He would have overtaken probably him. Probably if he won, yeah. Yeah, probably if he won. Be so he withdrew. He withdrew from the tournament. After a 64 on Saturday, he had to withdraw that's wild i mean that's just and he was he he was emotional um when you know when he was told and i think you could tell that he almost had like an inkling like he was it was almost like you know when you get the news that you're like prepared for but you really hope you're not gonna get but like you're prepared for it he mm -hmm. that was his response but look so, here's the deal like i get it you can not vaccinate yourself if you want but john that's the risk you run if you don't vaccinate yourself sure. So uh, yeah, and to be to be fair, there I do believe that he was super super um, like he himself was on lockdown when the when uh, when the pandemic first broke out, just because he has family um, overseas, and, and I think that I I do am I am I misquoting uh, this? I I do believe he lost family members to the to the virus. It sounds so, pretty familiar that you brought this up to me last year. I think about Ron yeah, being timid I, to come sure. back. Yeah. I mean, I know a, a, a few people, um, I know a few people, I mean, uh, sadly, uh, not just a few people, sadly, a, a lot of people um, lost, lost people to the pandemic. But I do recall that, um, I mean, Brandon Grace, he, he, he lost his father. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I do believe, though, that John, I'm not sure if it was his grandmother or what, but when he won, um, wow, where did he win where there was like the controversy uh with the with the uh the it wasn't it was like the chip off the green you know where was it the memorial last year it wasn't the, wow we are we are the best hey everyone this is a golf podcast and we are so good at facts here well memorial and the bmw were his two wins last year 
Okay. So, so did he win Memorial last year? Yeah, he was the defending what? champion. What is happening? Okay, so it was at the Memorial. Like, I believe that Amanda Balionis got out of him at the Memorial that- Yeah, that was the big it. reaction, yeah. That was yeah. the big reaction. Okay, so so that was a little shocking for me. Just, just, just a tad bit shocking. Just if you, if you know the enormity, we all know the enormity. I'm sorry, that's a horrible thing to say. If the enormity of it has affected you like that close, um, it, it's just surprising. But then again, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It is everyone's prerogative to get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated. That is your choice. This is not a vaccine mandated country by any means. Um, so yeah, you're right. Like, sure, they're gonna you're gonna run the risk. You're gonna yeah. run the risk. And sadly, he you know he faltered to it. To and and in the most inopportune time. Right. That's just what makes it so unfortunate. So Patrick Cantlay wins. He plays the Danny Willett role, if you will. Oh, look, I guess this W is falling into my lap now <laughs> with um yay, yay, with drawing. Yay. But hey, I will say uh, it was a good battle in the playoff with Colin Morikawa. Those are two names to watch for next week at Torrey Pines, especially Morikawa, Bridget. I like him a lot at that course. So we'll see what happens there. I want to get to the match because we did not get to chat about it a couple of weeks ago. I think the news actually broke shortly after our show two weeks ago. Bill Mickelson and Tom Brady back at it. The dynamic duo taking on Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau. And DraftKings has Bryson and Rodgers as the favorite over Phil and Tom. It'll be on Tuesday, July 6th from the Reserve at Moonlight Basin, which is a Jack Nicholas signature course. Modified alternate shot once again for this event. Hey, I think it's going to be fun. I love these, but I feel like the timing's a little bizarre, Bridget. Like Tuesday, July 6th, which is the day after the federal holiday, which is Monday, July 5th, at five o'clock Eastern time. It's like, what? I don't really understand the timing with this one. What do you make of the match in general and your thoughts on the timing of it? <laughs> I'm Googling it right now because there's sure as hell a reason why it's on July 6th. <laughs> Like, I don't get uh, it at all. <laughs> Just do it on the fifth. We're going to find it. We're going to find it out right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, great. I, like, this just calls into question, though, that whole Brooks-Bryson exchange. Like, what? what is happening here? Like, what is it? Are we, is everything connected? I'm not We're sure. We're not being played. There's no way. That's a legit are rivalry. We, are I don't know. I feel like it was a total PIP play. Um, that's the players impact program. Um, so I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I think that we are being played 100%. I think it was to drive to this. I think that Phil Mickelson winning the PGA was just like insanely timely. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I, I could go either way with this one. I, I'm probably not going to tune in. Um, wow. But I mean, I'm a Giants fan. Don't really care for Tom Brady. Uh, I love Bryson, but like he's so socially awkward. I feel like this is going to be like a weird, a, a weird like situation. Like these matches, the reason why they work with Phil and Tiger are because Phil and Tiger, well, and like they don't, but they do. Phil and Tiger, I think, like, I want to tune in to see. Even if they're awkward, I, I want to see them being awkward. Bryson? 
not that interested in seeing him be like socially awkward like can't really land a sarcastic joke um i'm being really hard on bryson right you now. are <laughs> i and i do enjoy him as a golfer i just this is when you do a match like this it's like you're on display you're on the stage and i guess bryson is a showman so i it, you know what it'll be fun i have no idea why it's at 5 p.m eastern on july 6th um I, I have no idea maybe it has something to do with tnt i'm not quite sure about that uh, it, it is might actually of... have to do with the nba playoffs because right, tnt right. does TNT. some of those games but still it's like i don't know i figured yeah. it'd be like a holiday or something right like thanksgiving so let's do right. it on the fourth or the fifth um but yeah, yeah, I really got, I got not, not much to say here. Two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, two guys who are a little like, you know, you either love them or hate them in golf. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that in a weird way, and now I'm going to blow Bryson's head up because this is what I do. You know, I knock him down to build him up. Bryson has a lot of qualities of both Tiger and Phil, which is like, maybe the best compliment you could give a professional golfer who is in the modern era. Do you mean from personality <laughs> or from actual game playing standpoint? So both like, like think about Tiger and Phil as individuals, they both revolutionize things on their own, right? Like they That's both true. sort of yeah. cracked a nut for themselves. They found out what works best for them and they stuck with that and they didn't deviate. And like, that's why they probably, well, I mean, Tiger's just the greatest of all time, but I think that, I think that figuring out what works for you and, and why it works for you, not just what works for you. Like Jordan Spieth has alluded to this a lot when he was right out of the gate, you know, 2015, just winning. He didn't know why he was winning. He was just winning, but he didn't have like a set formula. He, he didn't have like some, something that he was following that was like the secret to his success. And that's why when he got off track, he couldn't really identify what it was that was off track. He because, lost the feels, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he he's not a person, and he is, you know, probably going to be another one of the greatest golfers of all time, but he's just a little different in how he approaches the game. And maybe not now. Maybe now that he realized, okay, I need to figure out what works for me and why it works for me not just what works for me and hope to God that it continues to work. Maybe now he's approaching it more like Bryson. And I do think that Jordan gives a lot of props to Bryson because Jordan himself can identify like Bryson, you know, his clubs are all the same length. He wanted to bulk up. He wanted to get more speed. He wanted to get more length. He wanted to nail the driving. He wanted that to be the key element, but then he also worked on his short game. So now when he's hitting it farther, he's, approaching things from a closer distance so you have to revamp your whole game like bryson really did piecemeal his game apart and he attacked every bit and he sort of perfected it for him mm -hmm. and that's just something that i think both phil and tiger did in the past i also think that phil was always super polarizing i think bryson has a little bit of that i also think bryson can come off as a robot tiger had a lot of that so it's strange to me that like Bryson is this guy that, that people don't give enough credit to. Like everyone thinks, oh, he's like, you know, the, the crazy, the strong arm man at the circus. And it's like, Bryson is so calculated as Tiger was that he is going to be great because he's going to figure out 
how he himself can be great. He's not going to figure out like greatness. He doesn't care about that. He, he wants to know like, how am I going to be the best Bryson I can be? And I really do think a lot of the golfers, they struggle, they struggle with that. Um, and, and like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna say that Rory, you know, ruined himself because of Bryson. I think that's a horrible out, but imagine being someone like Rory McIlroy where, where you, you see someone doing something else and you immediately want to change what you're doing, not having confidence in what you're doing, that you're so susceptible to change by someone else's success. That's scary. That's a scary place to be. I think as a professional athlete, I'm not even going to say golf in general. I think that you have to be so in tune with your body and you have to be in tune physically with what you're doing and why, because like, that's literally your only asset. So I give a lot of credit to Bryson. I always have, I mean, I've seen him win twice in person and he really does put on a display. He has the mental strength and obviously we all know he has the physical strength. Uh, it sure but, sounds like yeah, you might I, be watching I, the match now after all this. Yeah, now, uh, now I'm tuning into the match yeah. and uh, July 6th, I'll be there. <laughs> no, I, it's just, I honestly, the match was only a thing to, to watch Tiger, to see Tiger. So without Tiger, it, it, loses a, it loses a little bit of its appeal to me, but who knows now that I just blew Tiger's, uh, blew Tiger, blew Bryson's head up to like not fit into a, a, a standard living room. Um, maybe I'll tune in. I think this one's going to be better than the match three, which had Barkley, which I thought was a force, and Steph Curry and Peyton Manning, I believe, in that one. Maybe it wasn't Manning. It was somebody else. can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was Manning, yeah. So I like this quad because it has two pros. When we had the one with one pro, that didn't make much sense to me. Although Phil and Tom as the underdogs here, I think it's a bit bizarre. I like Phil and Tom in this match, honestly, as compared to Rodgers and Bryson because – I feel like it's hard to be a teammate with Bryson. He's too unique, especially in alternate shot. But we'll talk more about this as we get closer. It'll be on July 6th at the Reserve at Moonlight Basin. So that'll be a fun one there. The match four, if you will. Speaking of Bryson, of course, that rivalry with Brooks Kepka continues to gain steam as we lead into the U.S. Open. In fact, Bryson was at the Rocket Mortgage Classic promotional event yesterday, and of course, he could not avoid the questions about Brooks Kepka. DeChambeau continuing to say, I've personally got no issue. It's something that he's up for discussion. If you want to talk to Kepka about that, you can, but I've got no issue. So Bryson's playing the whole, I'm not really stoking this rivalry thing, although reports came out from last weekend that Bryson was throwing people out of the memorial <laughs> tournament because they were calling him brooksy so it's like <laughs> bryson wants to play this game bridget where oh my god i live rent free in your head brooks but then you do this stunt last weekend bryson and it's like okay well maybe brooks is in your head so anyway i really want to ask you will the usga put these two together next week do you have any insight there um <laughs> i have no insight damn i damn it <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I have no insight. I, um, I'm going to lean towards no. Um, but it, you know, I don't know. I, I honestly, I could see it being like 
maybe a, a talk, but I, 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 I do not foresee them um, being paired together, together, whatever okay. you want to call it. All right. I wish I, I did know about Phil's exemption and I did keep that from you. Oh, um, did you really? This, <laughs> I absolutely did. But this, I actually, and he didn't even need it. Um, this, I actually, I, I don't know. I'm okay. Sure. We'll see what happens. So maybe they'll just pair up with each other on the weekend naturally by being close in their scores or perhaps the two leaders, we shall see. Isn't that how the gods want it? They want it to happen naturally. Organically, exactly. Organically. Yes. That's right. Okay, we'll see what happens then. I'll uh, stay tuned on that one and I'm sure we'll get the pairings pretty soon from the USGA. Uh, let's talk about this week's tournament quickly here. The Palmetto Championship in South Carolina. This is a fill-in event this year due to COVID. No RBC Canadian Open this year again. Canada is still in lockdown, believe it or not. So we have the Palmetto Championship. And this is a pretty weak field. I'm not going to lie, Bridget. So when these tournaments happen, you sort of just throw a dart at a player, a gut feeling sort of situation, and then see what happens. Obviously, we didn't pick last week, although I did with Keegan Bradley, and he missed the cut. So nothing happened in terms of movement in our standings. You like Mr. HV3 to win this week. What is your reasoning? no idea <laughs> i literally have no idea i um it's weird so occasionally i will do my picks and this is just because i work in social and then what happens i'll sign on to work in the morning and i'll just be scrolling you know instagram twitter whatever and it's kind of like oh we're doing the pod today oh like whose name pops out harold varner then i went online and i was like okay well people are saying like guaranteed top 10 so i'm like this is a sign hmm. that i feel so wrong i think that he has a great t degree t degree game like he really does he his like all around game has been like pretty good um as of late uh he's a good ball striker no doubt yeah it's just Cutter is kind I, of eh. yeah yeah true okay um that is fair i just think that he's solid and I think that he is like, he, he is someone who I think peaks before like big tournaments. Whereas like the Dustin Johnson's of the world, I don't know if they're really in it to peak the week before. Is he even, is HV3 in the US Open? I don't even know. Look I at have me. no idea. I just love golf on this day. I don't even know if he's in the US Open. Lord. And I'm Googling it now. Okay. But, so uh, as I you're locking that in as your pick. I'm locking that in. What is it a bad? Is it bad? It's bad. <laughs> Why are you asking me? You're two million dollars ahead of me. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Like you're like so you're so you're locking so you're locking that he's not in the field. So you're locking that. In, oh, this isn't the right field. Wow. <laughs> Guys, I got home from California at like one in the morning because my flight was delayed for wind. Then the Oof. airline broke my luggage. It was a day. Oh man, that was yesterday. That was last night. And then I had to go like file because they have to pay for your luggage. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, honestly, I just want to, I want to go. Like you broke my luggage. I'm like, I'm good. I had to use a tweezers to open the zipper. Like Ooh. I have had a, a night. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, HV3 for you. I'm yep. going to go with a last minute change. I originally had 
Pat and oh. Kazire, and then I changed it before the show to Brand Snedeker, and just now I changed it again to Lucas Glover, South oh. Carolina native. He's a professional ambassador at Congaree, which is the course this week. He's got some pretty solid form as well. T37 last week at a tough course. T8 at the Charles Schwab the week before. Been making cuts pretty consistently so far in this calendar year. That's my gut feeling. Dart throw the glove gets it done this week. Do you want a little uh, U.S. Open stat on sure. Lucas Glover? Former champion. Go ahead. Yep, U.S. Open champ. He is the only U.S. Open champ to win without wearing a glove. Okay. All Glover. Right. No Maybe glove one day glove. Tommy Ganey can make it the first to ever win with two gloves. <laughs> That's good. That's probably not going to happen, though. <laughs> Let's be real. Well, I think that ship sailed, but uh, yeah, good. Uh, that was funny. That was funny. I'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't really feel great about that pick, but like, I don't think there is such thing as a bad pick this week because of the field. So you got nothing to lose anyway. You have everything to gain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Palmetto Championship this week, United States Open next week. And we'll have full coverage for that, of course, right here on the show. Bridget, you will be busy next week. Am I rolling solo? rolling solo sadly okay be sure to get your pick in though i'll be curious to know i know so like all right okay i wasn't gonna give you a little hint i'm just gonna i'll just lay it out to you and you could tell the uh the pod uh our our audience what what my pick is yeah you don't have to tell me now of course plenty of research to do at least for me You'll go with your gut feeling. <laughs> sure will. Sure will. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to Bet Online as well. And we'll talk to you next week. I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.